Hi, this is Nikki Rupp, the voice of Lily from Telltale's The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Entertainment Talk's The Walking Dead UK podcast. Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast. It's Entertainment Talks podcast for Fear the Walking Dead on AMC. I'm your host Matthew and this is a combined sort of uh, review for Season 7 Episode 1, The Beacon. And also a podcast wrap up. Yes, I'm going to stop after the first episode of Season 7. Um, <laughs> I uh, I didn't really enjoy this episode. Um... It's it's got one. It, I mean, it's got a couple of major flaws. I'll get my positive thing out of the way for the episode, and then I'm gonna get into why this ongoing situation with Fear the Walking Dead just isn't working. Uh, the episode had some decent to pretty good zombie set pieces. That was it. That's the only thing I liked about this episode. I I did kind of like Will as a character. I thought it was quite cool, but then obviously Victor. Decided to kill him. Um, this isn't a good show. Um, this is still a show that at certain points can pull off some decent material in terms of character moments. Not really plot points. I can't think of a plot from Fear the Walking Dead that I've ever enjoyed. Um, it's, it's mostly been a character thing for me with Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, and they can come up with some decent uh, zombie set pieces not some of the better ones of course you've got the walking dead and then the walking dead well beyond that have all come up with better ones but i thought the fights in the fog were pretty good uh, i thought the radiation was quite good uh that will probably go at some point during this season um quite annoyed and disappointed of the fact that will was killed at the end of this episode Victor has got some of the most ridiculous plot armor I've ever seen. We're seven seasons into this show, and I believe he joined in the second season. I th- I'm pretty sure it was the second season. And all he does is betray people over and over and over and over again. Uh, Morgan will tell you that. Um, what's his name? Daniel Strand. He'll tell you that. And Will would. Well, he would try to tell you if if he was alive um but like the episode's coming to an end and you know he's they've been doing this 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 weird back and forth i don't understand victor really as a as a a character it's like because there's the and i'm going to be jumping all over the place like with uh, because that's because we don't use a uh recap with uh with the solo um podcast which is by my choice I, obviously, I'm not podcasting on this episode with somebody, so it's up to me, kind of what I want to what I want to do and stuff. Because uh, on the Walking Dead and in the Walking Dead World Beyond, we use a recap, but I'm not going to be doing that. I'm just going to be picking out moments from the episode and talking about them. One of the strangest character motivation 
scenes of the show is Will is left for dead, right, in this underpass, like this under the bridge thing. All of Victor's people are killed. Victor has the opportunity to bring Will, I think his name was Will, the the kind of the, well, I guess you say main character from the episode, but he's dead now. Has the opportunity, because there's quite a, a bit of a stretch of a scene that I'm, I'm going to be talking about. He's, uh, yeah, got, they're in this underpass, underbridge thing, right, their horses are there. Will finds his van again, and Victor leaves him for dead, basically. That's, you know, number one problem, or, or the first problem that Will makes. Uh, the second was, obviously, well, trying to, like, you know, trust Victor. And he doesn't know Victor, right? Like, um, we we know him as an audience member. And he's just a backstabbing bastard. As proven again by the end of this episode. So Will then decides, okay, he's going to go to this lighthouse and speak to Victor about Alicia. They're both looking for Alicia. The last time we saw Alicia, she was locked in that bunker thing. Because Teddy, I think, was his name. Um, it hasn't even been that long since Fear the Walking Dead Season 6 finished, and I've already forgotten, like, some things that have happened. It's because I've seen better shows since then, and this show has kind of gone out of my mind a little bit. Uh, yeah, Teddy locked her under there, didn't he? Then he tried to do this radiation explosion, whatever whatever it was called, uh, this bomb thing, and then, obviously, the season went on from there. Or the, the finale went on from there. Uh, so we know where she is, and they're both they're both walking around for ages, and it's a bottle episode again, like Fear the Walking Dead. Some for some reason wants to do it's Ian, Ian Goldberg's choice, the the showrunner. Um, and then there's the bit of the back at the lighthouse where he threatens to try to strangle Will, and then. Um, Will gets the upper hand. Don't forget that when Will first went into that lighthouse, he had a gun pointed at Victor. So you're then pointing a gun at a stranger. In this, in the context of this world, especially, you're pointing your gun at the stranger who just left you, left you for dead. Why wouldn't you just shoot him? And then uh, Will tries to like stab or cut or whatever Victor with this hatchet thing he picks up. And then he gets the upper hand again. He gets his gun back. Because I I can't remember what happened. But Victor sort of knocked the gun out of his hand. He picks up the gun again. And doesn't shoot him. The the two actions. With uh, Victor and Will in this episode. Don't make any sense. One minute Victor wants to kill Will. The next minute he's like. Hey take my hand I'll help you up. Or vice versa. And one minute Will is sort of like, okay, I trust you a bit more. And then like, oh, you tried to kill me. Oh, it's the fourth time you tried to kill me. Just kill this guy. Just just kill Victor. Like, you've you've had your gun pointed at him like two or three times in this episode. And then there's the whole fog thing, right? The, the uh, electricity goes off. And uh, Will decides, okay, I'm going to go to the bottom. I'm going to bring a lantern with me and look for Victor, who's betrayed me several times already i'm gonna look in the fog for him that doesn't make any sense um <laughs> just i mean i get that they're trying to 
possibly paint Will as a as a good guy and he likes to give people second chances, but there's second, third and fourth and however many chances Victor gets in this episode. Surely Will must be thinking, okay, at some point, Victor's just going to backstab me, which is what he ends up doing. Um... I don't just don't get it. Like, what's up? What's up with the, with the writing with that? And because I'm confused about both of their motivations. One minute Victor's like, "Okay, I'm gonna kill you and strangle you," and then like, you know, leaves him leaves him for dead, and he has to hide in his van and all this kind of thing. And then Will's like, "Oh, I got the gun. I got the upper hand," and then like threatening Victor. Um, I guess Victor must have thought some at some point during this episode, like, "Okay, this guy probably isn't gonna kill me." Because uh, even though they're both looking for Alicia and stuff, that doesn't mean he has to trust Victor or use his help to do that. And even from the first part where, like, Will says, oh, you know, um, you gave me the tour and now you're just going to kind of throw me out. That should have been one of the one of the red flags, one of the many, many red flags. But my point is very much valid because Victor kills Will at the end of this episode. So it's not as he, it's not even this back and forth that like, oh, what's going to happen with them next time? No, Will gets thrown off of a building. Victor does betray him. It's just confusing that Victor picks and chooses his moments to betray him. And then it's like, oh, no, 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 we're all, good, we're all good now. We're all good. And then Will has a gun pointed at him several times. And it's just, what? What? Um... One of the one of the many I mean there's a lot of reasons as to, reasons as to why I'm wrapping the podcast up here. Um, we're still going to obviously do Walking Dead, the, the main show, and well beyond, and then the new uh, what's it called, Tales of the Walking Dead. We're still planning very much on sticking with uh, the Walking Dead universe and like the Rick Grimes films and that sort of thing. That doesn't mean I have to cover Fear the Walking Dead though. Um, and I I just want to watch this show in a way that I can just watch it, see what happens to the characters. Uh, enjoy the zombie set piece action and then not have to think about it that, that's what I want to do with the show um, but this season looks like it's going to be another single focused character season because it's already started off like that um, I've seen a little preview thing of the next episode as well and it looks like a Morgan episode one of the main problems again that's kind of oddly popped up because I remember a lot of times last season Saying that surely at some point all these characters have to come together and conclude the story. And it did happen. Sort of. But it kind of happened like very very briefly and then they split off again. Fear the Walking Dead is this oddity of a show. This real oddity of a show where you do the first five seasons. And yeah there were some bottle episodes. The main show does it uh, with, with the bottle episodes. World Beyond doesn't really do it quite as much. But that's got like a different kind of goal. Than, than the main show in this show. Um, and obviously the main show goes to certain comic book storylines and does those. Whereas Fear the Walking Dead is just like completely hands free. Because The Walking Dead has got the objective of following the comic books. And then remixing those storylines. But then putting those alongside original plot lines. So like where Daryl comes into the show in some of his stories. Uh, Walking Dead World Beyond has got a very specific two season goal and it's working towards that fear the walking dead is like okay we're just going to make this show go on for as long as possible seven seasons already right and yes it's still set within robert kirkman's the world of the walking dead 
But there is no sort of guide. There is no sort of... Okay, here's where we can go next from our book. And I remember when this show started. And I remember a lot of people... Obviously, this was like seven, eight years ago, whenever. I remember when the show was ordered to series. And... um, you know, they they a lot of people worked out that okay, this is this was supposed to <laughs> this show was supposed to be designed to tell what like how everything started, and it did it for about three episodes and then skipped over the rest of it. Uh, and I remember a lot of people saying like, oh, this show will like have a better advantage over The Walking Dead because it won't have to fo- it can be like hands free and won't have to follow certain storylines. That's worked against this show because it doesn't have a sort of hey, let's refer to our book. And, and I mean, you don't have to do that. And there's lots and lots of shows on TV that aren't based on books or comic books. I mean, one of the best shows on, or the the best show on TV for me right now, uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist, isn't based off of anything. But it's an incredible show. So you don't have to be based off of book or comic book material, or based off of film or whatever. You can still have those original ideas and still do some really good stuff. But my point being, Fear the Walking Dead is the one show within the three of them, the three main ones... Or the three that we have at the moment. That's so hands free. That there doesn't. There isn't any kind of guide for it. Um, Because there's creative. I understand the need for creative freedom. Um, But this is sort of like. Just not having any sort of. Like path. And one of the reasons. It's kind of very. Even clearer in these last two seasons. Is because I can't remember if Ian Goldberg was a showrunner for season five. I know that he was for last season. Ian Ian, Ian Goldberg because you've got Ian Goldberg on this show, Matthew Negrette on um, uh, Well Beyond, and then you've got Angela Kang on the main show. Um, and Matthew Negrette has is going to do both seasons of Well Beyond. Obviously, Walking Dead's had a, a few different showrunners, and this one has as well. I, I remember it was it was Dave David Erickson. I think did a few seasons of this show. Um. But it's just taking this... I, I, I still haven't really found out an answer or figured out as to why the show's done it. But having it to where... Okay, we're going to have five seasons of an ensemble show. And then for some reason at season six, we're going to take our quite big cast. And just tell like separate but connected stories. It's almost like kind of what like what DC's doing at the moment. Like, hey, we're going to have this Aquaman film and Wonder Woman film and... You know they're set within the same thing, but they're not going to sort of like meet up very much or, you know. I mean, Fear the Walking Dead as a series is obviously more connected than like the DCEU because you do still have like, okay, we we know that Victor can bump into Morgan or, uh, I was going to say John, but he's dead. Um, I can't remember any names of the characters now. Uh, you've got uh, his, his dad, obviously, and a bunch of other characters. Um, we know that that's more likely to happen, but what the show has decided to do is just—it's just very strange, and I feel like it's really been to the show's detriment. Which is, let's just tell these bottle episodes of not necessarily single character focus, because this was focused on Will and Victor. Will's dead anyway by the end of the episode. Uh, but then, like next week, we're going over to Morgan, and then it's like, how long is it going to be till we see Alicia? And then how long is it going to be till we see all the other characters? And then, like, how long is it going to be till you get back to those characters? Probably going to be two, three weeks. 
And they did a really bad job of it last season. So for me to realise... Because I thought, you know what, I'll jump in with like a fresh open mind about this season. It's a fresh season, they can st- they can tell a fresh story. They got this advantage thing with like radioactivity, you could do something cool there. And they did some kind of decent stuff with that. Like the, the kind of, uh, almost like Why the Last Man sort of aesthetic at the start of this episode. With like one person sort of being on their own. But it just isn't going to work. It, it's it's not going to work um, again. And even one when I'm watching the show and not podcasting on it, which will be from next week's episode, I'm still going to be frustrated about the way this story is being told. Um, but yeah, it's just I, I I don't I don't get the idea of it. I don't get how somebody thought I'm a, I guess Ian in this situation. I don't get how he thought that was going to work. Imagine you take... What's another big ensemble show? Imagine you take a Game of Thrones, right? And again, something that's based on a book. Obviously, the book wasn't quite complete, but never mind. Um, Something that's based off a book anyway. Imagine you have an episode that's focused on, like, John and Danny, right? That's just... That's one of your season premiere episodes. Then you go next week to, like, Tyrion and Jaime. And then next week you go to... Uh, like the Sand Snakes or something like that, and then the week after that you go to Joffrey, and then you go back to John and Danny. Like that, that would be a terrible way to tell the story of Game of, of Game of Thrones. And you can have it to where characters can now and again go missing for an episode or two, but you don't want to do two or three episodes all the time and constantly switch between them. You've got to put because you don't have you don't have to have them on screen together telling t- telling the same story. You can switch between them. Um, like with this season of uh, Walking Dead, there's obviously the story of Alexandria and then the story in the Commonwealth. They're in different places, but you can still cut between them and show show stories of them. And if you wanted to do this type of story with fear, but you but you let, let let's say with this episode you had like Victor and um, uh, Will, and then let's say you also had like a Morgan and Alicia storyline just for an example right let's say you spend i mean this episode's 55 minutes long jesus let's say you spend the 55 minutes of the episode and you tell a bit of their story switch back tell a bit of their story switch back that's a much better way to do it and you can still kind of get away with the sort of i mean it's sort of like stitching two bottle episodes together um but it, it i mean it might not be as successful as what it could be but it would work better than like hey focus on this character for this week and then you don't see them for three weeks and the what the walking dead did used to have that problem i remember at the start of season was it seven they had like five communities or something and it was still scott gimble in charge obviously you just had negan's group introduced and the show just couldn't handle the amount of characters it had and it was just like you wouldn't see carol for like three episodes or you wouldn't see rick for like two episodes or and they didn't have it to where you cut between the different fight. I mean, there was just too many characters anyway, right? But um, I mean, the show doesn't even necessarily have that problem. Not not if you stick to the main characters. There's not too many main characters in the show. There's there's a few side characters that you could focus on now and again. But I don't know. I don't I don't get the idea of doing it. And they're gonna do it again this season. And both for my sake of like, oh, they're doing the same thing again. And then week two, week three, week four, week five, week six, week seven, week eight. Oh, they're still doing this story and then me moaning about it over and over again for eight weeks. It's a double-sided thing where I don't want to sit and complain about that for eight weeks. 
And I'm pretty sure you don't want to hear me complain about that. Because I did it a lot last season. And I did sort of like keep quiet about it for a few episodes. Because it started to I started to annoy myself of like keep bringing it up all the time. Um, so I sort of like let it go a little bit. Um, I mean I hinted at it now and again. But I, I, I sort of you know let it go and stuff. But. By the by, the time we got to the end of the season, I was like, right, for all this time, you've still kept doing the same type of storytelling, and it's just not working. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, this isn't an anthology show, like, because <laughs> if you look at this episode, you could kind of look at that and be like, all right, you could tell that as an anthology story, um, in in a certain way. Obviously, you've still got the hanging thread of where is Alicia. But Will's dead by the end of the episode. And uh, Victor's like won the episode basically. Um, it's it, In a way you could almost look at it as like an anthology show that's stitched together. That's trying to, I don't know, be connected and not be connected. It's it's really weird. It's, it's really weird. So uh, other stuff from the episode that I want to talk about. Um... I don't really know. Like, yeah, the fog set pieces was good. The radiation thing was good. Um, and it did have the element of survival at certain points. Of, like, what is a character going to do to get out of the situation? Obviously, Will's got issues with supplies. <coughs> Excuse me. But the show was so sort of, like... Uh, delivered a lot of shortcomings with that. That, I don't know. Like, it just it just didn't really do anything. But then if you give me an episode of a zombie show, it doesn't have to be Walking Dead. And you have it to where the survival elements are interesting, kind of. And the supply elements are sort of interesting. But then it, then the episode's just like muddled with weird character motivations. And one of the characters dies at the end. There's a new character that you could have potentially fleshed out. And then Victor just gets away with it again. When you combine those things together, it doesn't make for a good episode. And you know, again, at least just in my opinion. So, yeah. But I think I've mostly said my piece on the show. Um, Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So whether you're getting a gift for somebody else or treating yourself or maybe both depending on the occasion we can get a small cut of what you spend but it won't cost you extra you can find the link to our amazon affiliate link in your show notes the second affiliate link for today is our Kualu affiliate link if you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice you can simply sign up with Kualu using the link in the show notes they also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well so if you need help with getting set up Kualu will be able to help you with that as well the links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link If you would like to get the ad-free versions of Entertainment Talks podcast and support us along the way, you can simply sign up over on our Patreon page. You can sign up either as a creator or as a patron. There's no difference there for the time being. And you can get your ad-free podcasts over there. It's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also support Entertainment Talk on Patreon at the $3 level tier. This gets you a chance to request a review from us 
of your favourite TV show or film. But it's one per month. So one TV show or film review per month. It's up to you which one you want to choose. We will watch a few episodes of the TV show that you choose. Or of course if it's a film we'll just watch that film. And we will review that for you on that month. And then when it gets to the next month you can request a new TV show or a film review of your choice. That's $3 level tier. That does also of course include your ad free podcasts for the month as well. Thank you very much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. But yeah, it was just as as I was watching this episode, now I was like, okay, do I want to do this again for eight weeks? Because I'm gonna, I'm assuming it's like eight episodes uh, for this like half, and then probably eight at some point next year. Um, although last year they did like seven and nine, but I think there was some sort of COVID thing. Um, this brings me to another issue as well, which is since the pandemic has let's say calmed down enough to where TV production is like ongoing again like normally isn't it obviously like cast has to get uh, I assume their jabs and their COVID tests and that sort of thing you don't just walk onto a set and be like hey let's just go to work uh, Gina Crono found that out the hard way but um, yeah it's like I've noticed some certain shows coming back very very soon after their season finale's finished uh, let me just have a look actually. It says October 17th for this episode. The finale for season 6, uh, episode 15, USS Pennsylvania, was on the 6th of June. Uh, which is not a bad amount of time. So June, yeah, July, August, September, October. Four months. Maybe take a little bit longer. And uh, write it better. <laughs> Sort out some character motivations, you know. Make sure that that actually makes some sense because it doesn't. Um, and I've mentioned this on some podcasts now and again. Legends of Tomorrow is, has come back very, very quickly from its uh, previous season. Um, but I just don't want people involved in TV production to be like, oh, you know, this COVID thing, we might have to shut down. Let's just like get our shows back on the air quickly as possible because then you can end up with an episode like this. Um, because there was obviously the time of what three, four months or something when nothing was getting filmed, and then obviously TV was like you know in in a bit of a mess. But uh, I don't know. I feel like a bit of a thing is happening to where certain TV productions like quick let's like okay write this show and then like get get back on set and everything. And if you do that, you can end up with something like this. So yeah. Uh, there's there's nothing else really to talk about at the end of the episode. I, I'm I'm massively massively disappointed that Will died. Um, because I kept thinking throughout the episode, there was part of me thinking, like, is Victor gonna kill Will at some point? Because I was feeling that that was more likely than Will was gonna kill Victor because Victor's just got plot armor. Um. I think Victor will survive until... Well, I don't know when the show's going to end. I think Victor will survive until the series finale. Um, And I remember seeing some posters this season. And it was kind of like pitching it as Morgan versus Victor. I don't think either of them's going to kill each other. Um, I really don't. But, yeah. We'll see how, uh, how that goes and everything. So... 
Um, I'm trying to think of... No, there's nothing else to talk about for the episode. I'm disappointed that Will's died. Uh, it's another anthology... or not anthology. It's another single-focus bottle episode thing. So we've uh, we've got that going on. Uh, I'm just trying to think of any last things I want to say about Fear the Walking Dead. Um, I think that Walking Dead World Beyond's first season... And even the two episodes that we've had so far for uh, season two have been better than every single piece of Fear the Walking Dead. I really, really do. And, you know, people are very very much entitled to their opinions. And I'm obviously giving my opinion here. I don't understand how somebody can look at this season and last season of Fear the Walking Dead. And be like, this is the best Walking Dead we've ever had. Because I've seen certain people online... Saying like, oh, you know, this season's like much better than all the current shows, and it's like the best that Walking Dead's ever been. I I, I don't get how you can look at season seven and see or season seven so far in season six and be like, yeah, that's better than like Negan and the Whisperers and everything else. Like, no chance, no chance. Uh, but if you if you if you feel that that is that if that's the way that you feel about the show, you're perfectly entitled to your opinion. I'm not trying to take anyone's opinion away from them. I'm just saying that I very, very strongly disagree. Um, and I've seen certain people last season be like, oh, how is Fear the Walking Dead so so good? And I just get confused by those types of opinions. But we're all welcome to our own opinions. So, here we go. Um, do you know what? I'm sitting here thinking about the events of the episode. There isn't even really that much more to recap. Like, it was such an empty kind of episode. Uh... I just wonder why Will didn't shoot Victor. Uh, it's it's very, very strange. It really is. Um, but yeah. But hey, from next week's episode, I'll be able to watch it. See what Morgan's up to. And uh, not have to think about it too much. <laughs> so that will be good. Because uh, I, I, I can't do this for another eight episodes, eight weeks. And then when it gets to each Monday, think like, oh yeah, Fear the Walking Dead today kind of thing because that's what it kind of started to get to for me for last season I was like okay I'll see the season now I want to see what they do with this um was it Virginia uh plot line um there was part of me as well I I must have just like forgotten the last season of fear or something but part of me was like oh I wonder what John Dory's up to I was like oh yeah he died <laughs> uh I don't know the, the the show just like honestly the the the, the the moment that I posted the season finale podcast for season six, my brain had just moved on like that to, to whatever I was watching afterwards. I'm not sure what it would have been, but my brain was just, yep, uh, just just moved straight on. I'd like just completely put Fear the Walking Dead out my out my brain. It's like you know when you watch a bad season of TV and you're kind of still sticking with it because you like certain parts of it. Because you can watch a bad show, that, or a show that you know is bad, but you can enjoy certain parts of it, uh, and still have a good reason to stick with it. Because like, my reasoning is, I like these characters, I want to see what happens to them, but the writing's really bad, and the story's really like bad, but I want to see what happens to these characters. Um, so yeah, but it was sort of... Once you, you know, once you finish watching a bad, a relatively bad season, and you kind of thinking like, okay, let's just put that on the back burner for a couple of months. Like you don't, you don't have to think about it so much. And then I saw like, you know, October, whatever it is, um, air date, and I was like, oh yeah, Fear the Walking Dead's back in October, kind of thing. Um, so there we go, there we go. Um, that's pretty much everything I want to say. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I was thinking like some really angry sort of things towards like, I'm going to get on the microphone and I'm going to moan about this, that, and I'm going to yell about things, but sometimes that happens to me. Sometimes I'll watch a film or I'll watch a TV show or play a game or watch a Manchester United match and be like, okay, this thing's really bad. I'm quite angry about it. I'm going to get on the microphone and yell. But as soon as I start like, you know, booting up the recorder, plugging in my microphone, doing a sound check, that kind of thing. I kind of just like automatically calm myself down, especially once I hit the record button. I sort of just, my brain just sort of goes into this sort of like, I've still got those thoughts about the thing that I've just watched or played. But I put myself into like a calmer version of myself. And as I've said on like, uh, on the main night podcast and on the chat podcast... I don't want to like plug in my microphone, boot up the recorder, press record and start yelling because not only is that not useful for me to do, it's also probably not going to be great for you to hear. Like you don't want to hear me yelling in your ear, do you? Um I I'm I'm sure. I mean, I can get like, you know, frustrated and disappointed about things, but you know, you look at certain YouTube videos that are people ranting and raving and that sort of thing. Um I don't really want my audience to hear that from me. If I've got a co-host or somebody and they want to yell and they want to do whatever, I want them to have the freedom to express how they feel. I don't ever want to take away from like a co-host something as to, you know, like, oh, you know, you've got to calm yourself down a bit or, or whatever. Um, obviously, if somebody's being like offensive or something, then I'll I'll uh, address that. But just, just not, it's just not me. I just don't really yell very much in life. So... Anyway, that's uh, I kind of went on a bit of a tangent there and kind of went away from Fear the Walking Dead. But Fear the Walking Dead has kind of just withered away for me slowly. Um, I just find it funny how, or interesting, how the show was built as... Because if we, if we take all the way back to the start, right? This show was built to show us this is how everything started... And how like that the fall of civilization. That was the goal of Fear the Walking Dead. That was why it was created. And obviously to make money for AMC. And then. They. Somewhere down the line. They said okay we're going to do that for about three episodes. And then we're going to skip over the rest of it. And. Like that. That fear of. Oh there's somebody like growling at me. And like. You know, somebody who looks zombified and characters aren't sure about it. We never saw much of that in this show. And, like, how long is it going to take them to work out to go for the brain? And, like, how how infections work? And it just skipped over most of it. And then it just became a show where it's just The Walking Dead 2 with uh, a similar theme in that you know like surviving from zombies and avoiding people but then it was just okay we have this group of characters and we're going to do the same show as the walking dead but just with different characters and it just hasn't been as good um that's also where the comic book thing just the the whole like comic although have all the comic book freedom just didn't help because then the show was just like okay we're just a completely open book with no direction i mean they found direction now and again i'm not saying the whole show has been terrible but they've just made too many bad choices down the road, I think. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how things go for it. But uh, that's pretty much everything I want to talk about for Fear the Walking Dead. So podcast wrap up. Uh, we'll still be doing the Walking Dead well beyond. Look out for those on Wednesdays. 
And of course when The Walking Dead returns in February we'll be covering was it 11B so uh, look out for that as well um, yeah that's it that's all I really care to say about Fear the Walking Dead um, it's just I, I don't want to do this for another 8 weeks <laughs> so and I don't have to I don't I don't have to I don't have to wait till the mid season finale or a season finale to wrap up a podcast and I was actually thinking to myself before I started the episodes I was like okay I'm going to give this show 3 episodes to give me a reason to watch it or to sorry to podcast on it and I got halfway through this episode when like the character motivation started flopping about all over the place. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the podcast wrap up on this one. Because I just know what's what's gonna be going on with it and stuff. So anyway, um we do have other content that I enjoy enjoy making a lot more. If you'd like to see more of those podcasts, because uh, I promise you I do podcast about things that I like as well and things that I enjoy and really dig into and things like that. Uh, you can find them all if you go to entertainmenttalk.org. You can also find us on your favourite podcast platform. Just search for Entertainment Talk. Uh, as I said, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. We just wrapped up season two of that. I did a bonus episode for it as well. I really, really love that show. That's a show I'd recommend that's just good in every single way, shape and form. Uh, we cover the main Walking Dead show if you're not aware of that. Uh, like if you're new here or whatever, you can check out our podcast for those. And the Walking Dead World Beyond that we'll be continuing with weekly. We do film reviews here. We do a weekly gaming talk podcast. So you can uh, look out for all those things. And I do, yeah, as I said, film reviews. I also uh, talk about Manchester United. I do reviews for each game, which is quite a lot of games. But uh, I do reviews for those. So you can have a look for those if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, we have over a thousand podcasts. And we have about five and a half years worth. So there's lots and lots of like discussion things and review podcast to to go and check out so it's not all just uh doom and gloom over fear the walking dead uh so check out check out some other stuff uh if you'd like to stick around and hear me be a bit more uh positive about things um and i know somebody would say oh you know you've, you've not got any enthusiasm on enthusiasm on the podcast and stuff but why would i when i've just seen this episode why would i come on the microphone and be like yeah really enthusiastic to talk about how bad this episode was <laughs> So anyway, but I promise you I'm more enthusiastic about other things I talk about as well. So just check check them all out, entertainmenttalk.org. Podcast platforms, Entertainment Talk, uh, get involved um, with all of that. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and Entertainment Talk, like I said, you can either just listen to more episodes that we've done. Uh, you can tell other people that you know about the episodes. Um, and hey, maybe send this episode to somebody who really likes Fear the Walking Dead so they can have like a different perspective. Not to turn them or, you know, to make them hate the show, but, uh, I don't know. Or, or send it to somebody that doesn't like the show as well. That that would still work in a certain way. But uh, tell other people that you know about the content. Um, you can either do that through word of mouth or social media. So uh, pick and choose from what you want to do with that. Um, uh, Patreon, $1, $3 levels here. Is ad-free podcasts and review options. Take a look at that as well. Uh, for your TV and your film news, if you like updated information about The Walking Dead, uh, so the, the the new show that's coming out and that sort of thing, they, and your general uh, TV and film news, David's got you covered over on geektown.co.uk. You can find that in weekly podcast format on Tuesdays. That's called Geektown Radio on the same places, the website geektown.co.uk, and podcast platforms on Tuesdays. Bex is still streaming uh, very regularly over on Twitch. Trista Bytes, Trista, B-Y-T-E-S. You can go and give her a follow over there. 
Um, you can follow me on Twitch as well, eTalkUK, uh, for all my different video game streams. You can also find the streams archived later on YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays. Uh, see you later, Fear the Walking Dead. Um, thanks everybody very much for, for, for listening, and uh, I'll see you next time. Goodbye.